Go for it, Shelly. I got... Yeah, say it. <sighs> Fine. C.S. Lewis is a spot. What? Do <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say it or not? C.S. Lewis is a spy, and video games can make you cry. Wicka wicka boom. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Ah, got Zooks! <laughs> Shelly Walter. Uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, not gosh. yet. It's gotta... almost Christmas. December <laughs> is Christmas. <laughs> it's Happy Holiday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All oh, December man. is Christmas. People would just freak out if I was like, it's Happy Holiday. We need to be PC here on a Christian podcast. <laughs> Yes, because by definition, that's what we are. Christian holiday. (laughs) Today we're going over Hanukkah. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Anything got you? Blah, blah, blah. Anything got you guys? I'm in a silly mood. Got you guys geeking out this week? What about you, Joe? Uh, Well, I've been geeking out over the Nintendo Wii U, which is kind of (laughs) weird. I never geek out over that. I have played more. Wesley always used to. He would troll everybody about it. (laughs) Uh, No, seriously though, I'm playing through Xenoblade Chronicles X. I'm 28 hours into that game. And I've finished a little over half the story. And I still don't have my dad burn mech. (laughs) They put the mech on the front of the box. So (laughs) that's cool. It's the carrot. They're just dangling a carrot in front of you. Keep you playing. I'm on the quest to actually get the mech, and it's only an eight-part quest. What is going on with this thing? (laughs) All right. That said, I'm loving the mechanics, and the story's really good. So as soon as I finish this game... It's just not the mech. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I want want the mech. That's why I'm frustrated that they're they're blocking everything. So my, my issue with the story so far... I really like the story, but they gate progression through the story with you have to finish this quest, this quest, and this quest on the side before they ever let you get to the main quest. So they force you to do side content before you can do main content. That's interesting. Uh, Apart from that, I've also been playing Rainbow Six Siege. I'm going to be writing reviews of both of those uh, for Geeks Under Grace as soon as I am able to finish both. Well, I say finish both. You can't really finish Siege. I'm going to put a few more hours into it and then write the review up for that. And then I'll write the review up for uh, Xenoblade as soon as I'm able to finish that. I really like Siege. I'm playing it on the Xbox One. And the graphics have taken a really hard hit. You can tell by looking at it. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Oh. So it's really rough looking straight out of the gate. But... You completely forget about all that when the action kicks in and stuff's working, and you know you're setting breaching charges on walls and blowing holes in walls, <laughs> and there's so much cool stuff in that game. And when when all the mechanics are in play and you and all your teammates are working together and talking, it's the only game that I've jumped up with a group of randoms and not immediately muted everybody because everybody's willing to work together in that game. It's fantastic. That's cool. Mm. Having a lot of fun with it. That is nice. How about you, Shelly? Well, I got this game, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, and I've been playing it pretty much nonstop this entire week off a of break. Um, Kill more bears. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I watched her play or her Twitch stream, and uh, pleasure drives up oh my, my mind gosh. the Twitch stream. Yeah. But I watched her Twitch stream, and there was just bears upon bears. There are bears on bears on bears. That was unbearable. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after finals, <laughs> I just wanted to play that game, and it's not like I have something else to do, so I've been playing it all day, every day, until uh, last night when I finished it, and I bought the Trespasser DLC, uh, which is pretty much an epilogue of the story, and I played that too, so I've been just super into that game, I love that game, and ugh. So, you, you mentioned that you bought the DLC. How many games have you bought DLC for? 
Like none. I bought some. Oh, wow. I bought it for Mario Kart Eight. I bought it for. I don't know. Dragon Age Two thought... for Mario Kart Eight. Like Mario. Yeah, Kart 8, well, for Mario Kart Eight, but I'm so happy. I wasn't even going to get that originally. It was just Patrick over here who convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I. I don't know. I wasn't sure about getting the DLC at first, but the way the main game ended, I I had to get that DLC. I had to know what was happening after that. There was something that happened at the end. I'm not going to say what it was, but it just it was a super big cliffhanger and I only knew that the that DLC in particular was going to be the one that concluded. It. I'm not going to get any other DLC at least not yet for the game, but are you satisfied with your purchase? I definitely am. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I I got the game itself for sale for fifteen dollars, and then the DLC was also on sale, and that was only, I think that was ten dollars. Um, Twenty five dollars for a potential game of the year and its DLC. That seems pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bought a lot of DLC in the past, except for Destiny. I got the season pass for that, and I, that story still bugs me so much with Destiny. Cause there are so many unanswered questions that I was like, oh, they'll probably answer those in the DLCs, and then they didn't. <laughs> and there's nothing like yeah. No At least they answered questions in this deal. Yeah, they raised it's more just, questions. Yeah, things happened, and I'm worried they're going to we'll talk about it later. But yeah, cool. Very cool. Well, me, I've been geeking out. I am so excited for Star Wars. Star Wars it's this week. <laughs> oh! uh-huh. <laughs> And it bugs me. I'm not going to see it till after Christmas. The week after Christmas is when I'm going to see it. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of crowds at theaters. Yeah. Oh, man. I saw Avengers. No, I saw Batman. Um, Dark Knight Rise was the last one I think I saw okay. in theaters on opening day. And But for Avengers, it bugged me so much because Hulk does his thing where he's thrashing Loki. Yeah. And you couldn't hear anything. And I was just going nuts yeah everyone was laughing so hard and so i was like well i don't want to do this anymore like i'm in a side seat because we've been in line for like two hours and so we're gonna go three weeks after um it comes out i guess it should be week after christmas uh we're gonna go to imax on a tuesday afternoon so (laughs) it's the most innocuous time slot in the week yeah i'm trying really hard and we're gonna get there a little bit early get a nice middle seat but it should be awesome. We've got a buddy of mine coming in for Christmas with my so my parents, my sister, and a friend of ours are coming in for Christmas from Tennessee. They're driving in, and my buddy already said, "Hey, uh, let your parents know I want to buy your entire family's tickets to Star Wars as my Christmas present to y'all." That's awesome. Oh man! And so we're gonna go. Let's see. I guess it'll end up being about a week after the launch. Hopefully it'll have toned down a little bit by then. So my brother still—that's where it's at. Yeah, my brother still hasn't seen episode six. I'm trying to get him caught up there. We'll catch it before the end of the week. Has he liked them so far? Yeah, he's enjoyed them. And we've been playing Battlefront in our spare time a little bit too. So <laughs> he's digging <laughs> oh, it. He's so digging fun. it. Awesome. I'm really excited about that. Other than that, most of my TV shows are dying down, which makes me sad. So we've been watching Ultimate Blade Works, Fate Stay Night. Uh, the second season came out on Netflix because I like English only. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I was wondering why you guys. weren't watching it on uh, Crunchyroll or something. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. i got to watch it in English. The guy that voices Kirito in Sword Art Online voices the main character, the Shiro. Okay. Uh, but I watched Fate Stay Night. I don't remember the prequel one. And the exact same thing happened in this series where the first season, nothing happens. And then the second season, it just escalates. Okay. It's not as bad as the the prequel. Nothing happens. No one dies. And you're like, all right, it's cool, but nothing's happening. I hope that's not how it goes. And then the second season, everybody dies. (laughs) So that's it. It's done. (laughs) Yeah. Drop the mic and walk away. Yeah, it's just like, what happened to the show? <laughs> so the second season kind of does that. Um, it's not a lot of deaths, but it's a lot of action. 
There's not a lot of plot. It's a lot of buildup. And then the second season has just been awesome and crazy. So it's it's fun. I like it. Cool. But that's my anime. I'm trying to that I'm trying to watch, and uh, we haven't watched started it yet. What's it called? Uh, Into the Badlands from AMC. Oh yeah, oh, I watched that the first cool. two episodes. Uh, two episodes of those um, that series, and Is I'm it good? really, I'm really digging it. Unfortunately, I can't watch the the rest of them because the way I was watching them, I was watching with my some of my friends on through Rabbit actually, and okay. one of my friends used her account on um, or just did it on AMC or whatever, mm-hmm. and. For the first two episodes, you can watch those just fine. But the third one, they ask you for uh, your, like, TV network or something. And we couldn't get to watch the third one. And I was no. super upset because I was really digging the story and really digging what was happening. But I definitely want to check it out. It looks uh, it looks really good. It's it's modern day? Yeah, it's, it's okay. very interesting the way so it's I know it's got done. a Western feel to it. It's got a Western feel, almost... Um, like a plantation feel with uh, what they have going on. Uh, okay. They have barons that rule over the land. They don't have guns, or at least no guns that we've seen yet. So they just have to rely on uh, swords and martial arts, which are all really good. Okay. Um, that sounds cool. Yeah. I don't I'm know. It's a very, and, uh, very awesome and original setting, which is probably, it's what's drawn me in. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the like alternate. Alternate history Nazi yeah World War Two uh, Nazis win. Oh, wow. that's the Amazon Prime only one, right? Right. I saw trailers for it, and I we have Prime, uh, so I'm really really interested in that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, basically Nazis win. They get the east side of the Rockies, and Japan gets the west side of the Rockies. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that. That seems pretty cool. Cool. You could probably get the Into the Badlands. I know if if it's anything like Walking Dead, you could probably get that for. I think I paid two dollars an episode for Walking Dead off of Amazon Prime. We have uh, Comcast. I'm saying a lot. Comcast, okay. so you can do like you go online to AMC.com and then put in the provider. I just thought and... of something else to really geek out about. Sorry. What? No, you're good. <laughs> AT and T announced that they're bringing gigabit out, gigabit internet to 38, I think 30 something new cities. Oh, that's so cool. My town is on the list. Hey, Denver is. I I want it. I don't know what it's going to cost, and I really like the internet I have right now. But hey, if I can get gigabit for an, an equitable price, or they yeah, can, you know, become competitive and lower my current bill. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was the that's thing with good. Google's. What was it called? Google's version. Google. It's going to bug me. The thing that they have in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be less than what I was paying at the time. It was like $80 or something. (sighs) $60, I think. Okay. But it was for the gigabytes and whatever, internet. So it was super cheap. Hopefully AT&T could do the same thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Going on from that, we're going to be trying something a little bit different. We're always trying to tune the podcast to make it better. Instead of having like a topic one that was overall, we just figured we'd talk about some news going on that we saw that was interesting. So, first thing that Christians might care about, I don't know. I really like Mark Driscoll, except that he's completely sexist. Other than that, he's great. <laughs> 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 he's awesome, except for this Just really bad thing. thing. <laughs> the fact that he's a sexist pig is not awesome. But uh, no, he's just he has some great sermons. I like I like listening to him. But he might be opening up another church, so that's that's pretty cool to me. Just because he was in so much dirt, I think all of them closed down as Mars Hills. What uh? Wait, was he the guy in uh, the church in Colorado? No, he was in the one up here. He was in Seattle, yeah. Oh, okay. Bellevue, yeah. Their he band got- is still doing well. Their King's Kaleidoscope, the Mars Hill band, they actually performed at SPU. Mars so Hill's still staying up. I was told that they were selling out to other companies, to other churches. Whoops. I don't know. They they came and they did well. I don't know what they're doing, though, besides okay. that. Well, <laughs> but it was well, cool. He's starting up a new church. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, he got in a lot of trouble. A couple different reasons. First of all, he wrote a book. 
and then bought a bunch of copies of the book so that he would get like a New York Times bestseller. That is a lot of copies if he bought enough to bo- oh, make himself wow. a bestseller. I mean, if he has well, that much money? I think what it was, it wasn't necessarily him. It was his publisher or whoever's... It's a system, so they buy the book, then they resell it. Okay. And it... Complete fraudulence. Oh, okay. And yeah. then the other thing, it came up that in an old forum, he... Uh, the sexist part came in. He, I can't remember what he said exactly, but it was a forum before he was a pastor, and he just went off on, like, women belong in the kitchen type stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because what I heard is he was doing that sort of talk a long time ago, and mm-hmm. then he just didn't talk about it at all in his sermons or anything, and so people thought, oh, maybe he's actually not bad, maybe his views changed. But then it was when the controversy, like, Right before the controversy, um, he started talking about it again. He mentioned it or something in one of his sermons, and that's when people okay. were got upset. That's what I think. Or I heard somewhere that's what happened. I'm not really sure, but I don't remember. There was, it was, it was, it was kind of a crazy time. I was talking about it a lot on the news show that we do at Geeks Under Grace. Uh, you got in a lot of trouble for it. So enough so that the church, uh, dis- whatever they call it discommunicated with him yeah so oh, fellowship ties yeah he was no longer the pastor he was fired normal okay. talk <laughs> okay <laughs> huh. so that was in the news and then also excommunicated yeah that's our sound guy patrick is awesome he's anytime that i'm like i don't know what this is and then i know it all of a sudden like, boom fact checker he, he typed <laughs> for us because yeah. he knows everything he knows everything it's confirmed much cooler news than mark driscoll starting a new church because that's yeah that's pretty cool i guess c.s lewis it has come to light was a secret agent for the british government of course he was (laughs) (laughs) where else do you think he got ideas of narnia so so i guess he went to narnia actually it was common knowledge that he was in the british army which i i'm not I don't know common knowledge, I guess. I guess it's and not that common. That. Yeah. But that's only because we talked about him in, in my class. Okay. okay. Yeah, so he was um, <laughs> in the military for the the British government and then British Army. Uh, but it turns out he was actually British Secret Intelligence Service. So I, I think that right- fits so perfectly. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> It's just so crazy to me to think that, like, who knows what kind of undercover ops he could have been doing. And he's while probably, he's... Uh, go ahead. So he's, he's, probably, cover up. he's probably killed 100,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> and then wrote about them. <laughs> yeah. He made them characters in Narnia. Oh, gosh. I just picture him with a stakeout, and he's doing something super important, and he's like, you know what would be good? An ice witch. We should put an ice witch and a goat man in there. (laughs) Fun fact, the first idea, the first even thought about something that became Narnia was Mr. Tumnus and the umbrella. Just a picture of him holding the umbrella is what started Narnia. He probably shot someone with an umbrella. That's what I learned with an umbrella gun. (laughs) It's terrible. No, I just, the guy's already a legend and this makes him so much cooler <laughs> yes wow man that's crazy yeah he's james bond right ish kind of i'm looking at the james picture bond. of him right now and it's older c.s lewis and i just don't see it but <laughs> man it's it's crazy to see the way that god's people can go yeah he can use us in so many wild ways <laughs> I don't know. He's he's awesome. But that is our news on the Christian side of things anyways. But I know there are a ton of things. Not a ton, really. We're kind of dialing down. But there's some things that are coming out we should talk about. Yeah. It's definitely getting quieter near the end of the year. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Shelly, what is coming out for movie theaters? Well, if you live on The Rock... Uh, you would already know that Star Wars... No, sorry. If you live on The Rock, you wouldn't know that Star Wars came out 
is coming out, but um, the boon. <laughs> you you should be knowing that Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens is coming out. <gasps> yes, freak out now! I'm so freak excited out. now. Go watch it. <laughs> Maybe not opening day because it's gonna be crowded, but if send you don't us, watch, it, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Send us links to YouTube videos of the of the people you see dressed up. Oh, yeah, your yeah, do that. Releases. That would be amazing. I want to see some lightsaber battles. <laughs> the theater closest to us is not allowing lightsabers, which I'm kind of okay with, just because I don't oh. want. It's going to prevent any misunderstandings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just don't want lightsabers in the middle of my movie. Yeah. That are on screen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we're all super excited for Star Wars. That's the most hyped movie ever, and I just hope that it's not being overhyped. I hope it's actually a good movie. If this it, thing has been be bad. so hyped, though. <laughs> it's so hyped. It's more hyped than... The fact that it has Han Solo in it, it's already perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't care what they do after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Wars is definitely the main thing. You could alternatively watch Sisters that has uh, Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey, which... What is I, that you know their names? I couldn't remember who they were. Tina I knew Fey were, and Amy Poehler are sisters. And I do not know any more about that. Sounds like a riveting plot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know what genius. I want to know what genius said. We're going to release another movie the same day as Star Wars. Who's going to be so, in the movie? The girls, the the ladies from uh, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It, cool. It's gonna look. It looks like a rated R movie, from what I saw. I think it is rated R. Pretty sure. Yeah. And. One of them is trying to get out and like date again. So, yeah, one know. is supposed to be pretty much the good, respected sister, and the other sister is supposed to be pretty much the opposite. That's what I saw from trailers okay. and stuff. Okay. But if you thought that they were stupid to release on the 18th, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the road trip, is also going to be out the 18th, all on the same day as Star Wars. You want to hear something really, really sad? <laughs> Oh, wow. I will probably see Out of the Chipmunks before Star Wars. What? Because my niece Get out. Uh, is having a birthday party. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, if you're just watching it to watch No, it. no, I'm not that excited over Chipmunks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Christmas, Christmas time so, is here. <laughs> we'll see if uh, Out of the Chipmunks and Sisters even get any sort of money from the, on the yeah, 18th. you kind of have got the sort of the stick there. There's no Why? way decided they could go up against Star Wars. Just wait another week! <laughs> just wait could they you don't... imagine if yeah. everything, the, the entire theater was just Star Wars, that was all they were showing? Be amazing. That's pretty much what they're doing at my local theater. I think <laughs> opening night anyway, I, don't, I think they're showing 14 rounds of Star Wars. Wow. They're starting at like 6 or 7 p.m. Thursday night. That's how it should be. Star Wars just all oh, week. Smart. It's smart. Yep. Awesome. Going on from that, we got a Blu-ray. Way less exciting. Don't spend your money if you don't have to on a Fantastic Four coming out. Ugh. Did you guys see that? I did not. No, I was planning I s- on it. I got super hyped for it. Heard it was terrible and never saw it. Yeah, I heard I, it was basically a dumpster fire. So it's not... How do I put it? Good. I was really <laughs> excited the entire movie. Really excited for what was going to happen. And then nothing happened. Oh. The entire movie is a first act setup. And the oh, final fight is like a mid fight you'd be really excited for. You're like, okay... There's this middle fight, and there's going to be something at the end, and that ending just doesn't happen. It was the biggest. I watched it. I remember watching it, and it ended, and I went, huh. And that was, it was all right. <laughs> like, that's, that's where you're going to end this movie. I, and I mean, it, it went quickly for me anyways. I've heard a lot of people, like, say that it took forever because it was a two-hour whatever buildup for a movie that just doesn't happen 
Which is ever. sad because it looks like they had some really good actors and the trailers the made acting it look was really great. good. And, uh, yeah, I just, just I don't so even know how to put it besides that. There's a lot of stuff that they obviously had to cut out, which I read that they cut out a lot of stuff. A bunch of stuff that just doesn't make sense. There's uh, Mr. Fantastic runs away and then they catch him five minutes later. It, no plot relevance whatsoever. He just... <laughs> okay. Oh, I ran out of... <laughs> you caught me. No, like, he runs away, and they're, like, two years later, and then it's them catching him. And you're like, so... That's weird. <laughs> what did That's he do for weird. two years? They make it more dramatic in... I guess this might be a spoiler. In Harry Potter. <laughs> when Ron leaves and comes back. Like, they make it, it more dramatic when he's gone through. That. There was a yeah. lot of stuff that they they would do something, and then... They would fix it right away, and there'd be no reason for it to have happened. Unless it was the first five minutes of the story, and you were trying to build up to something. On the flip side of that, Maze Runners, Quartz Trials, if you guys haven't seen that, you definitely should. I haven't seen any of the Maze Runner. That's that's the second or third movie, right? The second second one, yeah. I haven't seen seen either of them. I've heard good stuff. The first one was, eh, it's another Hunger Games-style movie which okay. i don't really get it was all very i mean they're in this maze basically so there's not a lot going on but the second one you get out into the world that this is all based around and there are zombies which is really random and a lot of action and they go out of this dystopian world it'd be like you know hunger games it sounds like divergent it's not spoilers my wife Who's here is freaking out because I said spoilers. There's not. There's zombies. They come no. Out. <laughs> it's not spoilers. If I spoiled it for someone, you don't know what spoilers are. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's it's really, really good. It, like what I was gonna say is, it's like if Hunger Games, if you would have gone out into the dystopian world of Hunger Games, it all kind of went into the civilized areas where there's civilization. Uh. Getting out into like the dead world—that's what Scorch Trials does. That's cool. So moving on from that, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, which I haven't seen. There's too many Mission Impossibles out there. I've not seen a Mission Impossible since like two or three or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't I seen. Ghost... I can't remember what it was called Ghost Recon or something. Ghost. No, no, I haven't seen Protocol. A lot of them. I Protocol. think that was the movie. My sister watched it. She said it was extremely intense. Yeah, super actiony. I just so over them, and then Ted Two, which I don't know. If you want to see Ted Two, you can. I guess creepy talking teddy bear. You can go see that. (laughs) It's an adult, very rated thing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, (laughs) a it's got Mark Wahlberg in it. Definitely rated R comedy to the fullest extent. It's, it's about a teddy bear. Uh, Don't do that. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I like Seth Rogen. It's Seth Rogen, right? No, not Seth Rogen. Um, what's his name? Seth McFarlane. Oh, He's yeah. The writer. And I like the voice of Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love his humor, but Ted and Ted 2 just wasn't feeling it. Thousand Ways to Die in the West. I was all over. I've not seen that either. It's also a rated R comedy, but it was funny. Whereas okay. this is just kind of cheap comedy i felt i don't know okay, mm-hmm. okay. but we'll, we'll move on from the blu-ray movie that's it for the week right or is there yeah, anything okay. else did i miss anything you miss anything? no talk about what people actually care about joe Video <laughs> well, games. there's not a whole lot this week like i said we're, we're winding down to the end of the year if you liked had a full boyfriend the dating sim for pigeons then boy howdy oh, you got another one for you <laughs> yeah so, Had a Full Boyfriend Holiday Star is coming out for the PC this week. And this is basically holiday-themed Had a Full Boyfriend. I don't know anything else about it. You're going to have a blast. Yeah. Picking up all um, the bread in the park. What's interesting, what's interesting about that, though, is that the beta for it... Don't ask me why I know this. The beta for it came <laughs> back came out in, like, 2011 or something. It came out a long time ago. It's only Whoa. now that they're the Holiday it? Star? Yeah. I think, oh, wow. if I if I read it right, but either way, Holiday Star has been out for a while, but I think it's only been a beta. Okay. And not a legit 
game. And now it's a legit game. So, so that was interesting. When I saw the list, I saw that, and I got confused because I was like, oh, isn't that already out? But So if you somehow didn't get enough Had a Full Boyfriend the first time around, you can get more here. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's some game. Uh, it's something. Also coming out this week, we have King's Quest Episode 2, Rubble Without a Cause. And to those of you that are interested in checking this out, Episode Rubble. 1 is a free game on PSN this month for the PS4, so you should definitely do that. Okay. And I've I've been hearing good things about the first one. My sister's playing through it right now, and she's really enjoying her time with it. So do that. Check check that out. Uh, a game that I mentioned a few weeks ago that's coming out finally, I guess, for the Wii U. We weren't <laughs> interested in it weeks ago, and we're still not interested in it here. <laughs> the best game of the year. <laughs> Kung, <laughs> Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda Showdown of the Legendary Showdown of Legendary Legends. It's finally coming to the Wii U. So If it's got the cast, I, I'm still not going to play it, but that would be interesting if it's got Jack Black and everyone. Surely somebody will be doing something about it on Twitch somewhere, right? Maybe. I... <laughs> no, ours. <laughs> no, not on ours. No. <laughs> Skadoosh, take that Kung Fu Panda. Okay, so one that is going to get a lot of hackles up. Given last week's announcements of Final Fantasy VII, uh, the PC version came to the PS4 with achievements and all that sort of stuff, and they showed off all that content for Seven, the Seven remake on the PS4. Mm-hmm. They are releasing Final Fantasy VI on the PC this week. Um, based on some research that Patrick's done, I hadn't looked into it that much, but this is not the Final Fantasy VI that you were looking for. This is the iOS version. You had an iOS version? Why are they yeah. bringing the iOS version to PC? That sounds so dumb. <laughs> What's the difference between the two? It's an Ooh. iOS version. But it's it got to be the original, right? Just port it over? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Updated it's really graphics difficult if you don't have a touchscreen if it's iOS. That's true. Well, I guess if you had <laughs> one of those, uh, uh, what it, the touch PC, the Microsoft Surfaces, the Surface Pros? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can play it with a Surface Pro. I don't know. Oh, you man. You can get Final Fantasy VI on the Wii, but not the Wii U. So get that instead. Oh, okay, okay. As a... Oh, as an emulated game that you can get through there on the Wii? And by that, I mean... Sorry, I'm, wa- I'm waiting on feedback from our sound man. Okay, the virtual <laughs> console. Yeah, yeah. So get the original version of the game on the on the virtual console if you're okay. going to play that. And a lot of folks argue that 6 is the best game in the series. 7 so, is. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People argue <laughs> that 6 is the best in the series. Tara's a Tara's a good character. What can you say? I love uh, Can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the the last game coming out this week is for the PlayStation Four. It's called Blaze Rush, and from what I, I can tell, it was a it was a racing game, kind of an arcadey racing game. So, if you haven't got your racing fix in, maybe if you got a PS Four, check out Blaze Rush. If you got a Wii U, I can honestly say you should check out. Fast Racing Neo. What was that game on PS2 where you had a car and you would install wings on the car and they didn't make you fly, but it made you glide? Rush. rush. Okay, so it does rush. Rush San Francisco, yeah. Rush 2049 okay. or whatever. I heard Blaze Rush and I was like, I wonder if they're connected. Uh, Ooh, I couldn't figure out what it was be. called. I don't know. I have no idea. If, that, don't hold if that's back. the case, that could be fun. Uh, yeah. I streamed this week on our Twitch channel. I streamed Fast racing neo i downloaded mm-hmm. it it was 15 dollars. i was kind of just wanting a break from xenoblade chronicles i wanted to stream something a little different and something the game the in it. <laughs> <laughs> i will eventually get that mech and then i'll be able to fly okay? you just wanted to drive some kind of machine <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're were, they were cheating me but it looks a lot like um my brain has stopped functioning help me out here sound man f Zero, 12. Well, yes, yeah, so it plays a lot like F-Zero. Super fast, lots of boosters to hit. 
Um, they have an Ikaruga feel in it where you're hitting a button to swap colors that were that are blasting you through. Okay. So, you know, if there's an orange blaster on the uh, an orange pad on the racetrack, you flip from blue to orange, it gives you a boost. That sort of thing. Speaking so, about racing, yeah, totally off topic. Something else I was geeking out about this week was Sparrow racing on the on the on Destiny. Oh, I've heard a lot of people that play Destiny. I, I haven't played it in a long time now, but it's I've heard a lot of people time. geeking out about it. Yeah, it was. We've been waiting for. I've been waiting for it since day one. I was like, why don't we have Sparrow racing? And it's a limited time thing. And I've already done most of what I could get out of it, which makes me sad. Yeah, but totally yeah, awesome. It's just like a three-week event start to finish, right? I think so. And we're already going to be a week and a half or two weeks through it by the time oh. they hear this. Yeah, it should be about a week and a half. You, you were in our second week. Yeah, so you it's should definitely cool. check that out yeah. if you got Destiny. I mean, who doesn't Another want to race turn it on for a little bit? Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, I just you brought up the boost, and I was like, oh, yeah, because that's yeah. the whole idea with Destiny Sparrow Racing is you run through the hoops, you run through these gates, and they speed you up. And the more gates you hit, the faster you go. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't even considered that, but that's a good good point. I've been doing that all week. I forgot about it. Uh, and I'm looking at Blaze Rush. It's on Steam right now. It's an indie game. Okay, it's already out on Steam. Uh, so it has it has a Metacritic of 71, and the Steam rating overall is a nine out of ten. That's Very positive good. reviews. So. I guess that's the reason that they were bringing it to PS4s because it did so well on the PC. Nice. I'm sad they don't have wings then, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it looks. Oh! Okay, looking at some gameplay footage. This looks like rock and roll racing from the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era. Okay. I might have to pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm looking at some footage of it, this looks like a game that I grew up like a. If you've ever played rock and roll racing, okay. it's kind of an isometric three quarters top down racing game. Super fun. I may have to get this. So interesting. It's got kind of an industrial look to it. Yeah, looks cool. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's it for the games this week. Cool. Well then, I guess we'll go on to topic three, which was brought up by Shelly. So Shelly, yeah. you should bring us in with it, I guess. Um, I already mentioned Dragon Age Inquisition, and pretty much my mind's been on that ever since last night when I finished it. So I thought about, you know, what are what's a game or games that you're very connected to emotionally, um, whether it's you're emotionally connected to the characters or the story or whatever, and maybe something happened and it made you very angry or sad or just made you feel all these feels. <laughs> it's kind of the idea okay. I was trying to get. So, You yeah. want to go first, Cody? Yeah, I guess so. If you guys want me to rant for a couple minutes on The Walking Dead. Yeah, the, uh, t- the Telltale Games, Walking Dead. Uh, there's probably going to be some spoilers in here. So if you haven't played it, I'm not going to spoil the ending because I know you guys haven't played the ending yeah, um, I've played through four of the five episodes. Right off the bat, I'm just going to say this because it is a spoiler, but you want to know it. Do not save the girlfriend. It is not worth it. She is going to die no matter what. Get over it. <laughs> I, you can't yeah. have love in this world. Yeah, don't try it because it's just going to bring heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, No, I did everything in my power not to get her killed. And so I had that kid hate me the entire rest of the oh, season man. because I blamed it on him. I was like, he totally did it with no proof, whatever. And so that's a spoiler, but you want to know that spoiler because I just saved you so much time and I'm going to help you win. <laughs> <laughs> that being win. said, that game had me so connected. Uh, I can't remember her name anymore. Uh, Clementine. Clementine. Yep. Yeah. I just, she, uh, I don't know how to put it without like spoiling a lot, a lot. Very connected. Things would happen, and you would be genuinely concerned for this little kid. Yeah. And yeah. freaking out, yelling at people because you... Yeah, anyways. So the very end of it, like I said, I'm not going to tell you guys what it was, but you will be left very angry, but very impressed with how angry you are. Yeah. 
you will I... uh, go yeah. for it. No, I just the writing's impeccable. The whole show is just amazing writing. Definitely tears at your heartstrings. I love the way you just described that because it's a game, but you said it like it's a show. You said it's the whole right. show. And it, that's what it feels like. It feels like you're watching a season of the show. Yeah. And the reason I haven't finished it yet is because <laughs> I ball my eyes out in every episode. <laughs> See, I think it even affects you more playing it than watching it because you know yeah. you could have stopped that. You could your have decisions. saved that person and right. that's all your fault. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Never have I been so invested in a character as I was in Clementine. I yep. wanted the best for her, and I got over with it. And I was like, "Why do I care? It's a <laughs> character in a game, but yeah. it, it's your actions. Your actions affect who she is. Yep. And so you want the best. Yeah. Unless you're a terrible person and just didn't care. <laughs> Let her die. <laughs> <laughs> Let's show um, you how to steal a car. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's a tough game. It's a. Uh, Emotional for sure. Yeah. That's mine anyways. I've got a few. Okay. I I can go on for a few minutes about this. Have you played... I did an Indescribable on this on our YouTube channel, and I haven't done Indescribables in a long time, so I apologize if if you see those and you're still craving more. I still If that's the case, let me know. If it's something people are legitimately interested in, I can pick the series back up. I'm interested in (laughs) Joe. <laughs> I want I want to know that there's interest from the community in it before I'm because it does take a little bit of editing work to put everything together for that. But I did one on a game called Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, mm-hmm. and the gameplay mechanics are fascinating in that you're using a dual joystick controller, and each thumbstick controls a different brother. So you've got a blue brother and a a red brother. It's a younger and an older. And you're using the thumbsticks to control the two of them at the same time. And you got to get through this story. And it's a really... They don't speak in any legible language. It's all gibberish when they talk. Mm -hmm. But the world they're in is fascinating. And the story that plays out, that's one of those that I got. It's only two or three hours long. Start to finish. It's not a long game. I've been wanting to play it since I've seen your Indescribable. Yeah, my my brother was asleep on the on the recliner behind me, and I'm glad he was when I was playing through it because I was crying the whole like <laughs> through through like the last third of the game. I was just falling. I, I don't cry super often, but I play a lot of games, and every now and then one will get its hooks in me emotionally, and that was one that did. And so I recommend Brothers to everybody. It's mm-hmm. like I said, it's a super quick game two three hours and you're done but it is a really solid storytelling experience now that i'm thinking about it if you want to see joe cry we still have the gaming channel up and i believe the first episode of the last of us you got a little teary-eyed oh, there at the end oh, so the last that. of us was another one of the games that i was going <laughs> to talk about that game is another one that, that just you get so involved in that world and those two characters that you're following around the whole time, mm-hmm. Ellie and Joel, you get so involved that you can't help it. I mean, it's it's such a heartbreaking <laughs> world and to see the things that they go through and to, you know, to hope and wish for the things for these characters that don't always work the way you want is gut-wrenching. I don't full-screen YouTube videos very often. I heard you <laughs> sniffle and I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> That's yeah, the the intro chapter, I mean, I cried several times throughout that game, but the intro chapter to The Last of Us is really hard to get through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I played through that intro on the PS3, PS4, probably four times total, and I cried every time I played through that intro. <laughs> oh, it's so heartbreaking, though. Yeah, it really is. The other one that I got really super emotionally involved in was a first-person shooter... Which doesn't usually do that genre doesn't lend itself yeah. very well to, to telling good stories. Yeah. But back in the day I played Bioshock, the original. Oh okay. Bioshock. Yeah. And that game has a turning point. And and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I was yelling at my television screen. 
as as the event was happening on screen, like I was no stop. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, oh, if y'all man. would check check out Bioshock as well, <laughs> the original. The other ones are good too. I like the whole series. I think the original is probably the best one, but Infinite is a really great entry as well. I didn't care as much for two, but Infinite had a great song for their trailer. I think I have it on my phone still. Which one was the intro song for that trailer? I'm trying to think of what it is now, but it's like a rockabilly song. Okay. The woman singing. They, oh, how does it go? They have a ton of anachronisms in that game, and for those of you that are at Beast home, of America. Okay, okay. Stand up for the beast of America. Okay. No one wants to hear me sing. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's a point in that song, in that game, that has a a four-part harmony barbershop quartet version of God Only Knows. And it's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. I didn't know. God Only Knows What I Dream About You. And it's it's a four-part harmony barbershop quartet, and it's really cool. I love that song. Yeah, that's yeah. those are the ones that have really gotten under my skin over the years. I don't think I ever was sad in Telltale Games. I think I was really angry most of the time at the writers. <laughs> I never was like, I'm so sad this has happened. I was just really angry. I was like, because your actions, you want them to matter. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. would be so angry because even if you do the right things, something's still going to go wrong yep. the way of life. So I was always angry. I don't think I've ever been sad during a game. Yeah, I get mad. I think that illustrates the hopelessness of that situation, that setting, though. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You can't do anything about it. You're all going to die anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah oh. anyway. What about you, Shelly? Yeah. Anything other than Dragon Age? Uh, I've been trying to think of the last game that got me so emotionally involved um, before Dragon Age, and I... I honestly don't remember. I think a lot of it is my own fault because I do like to do lots of research before getting a game. I want to make sure it's worth my money and that the story is worth investing in, um, which will usually lead to a lot of spoilers that I don't want to get. Um, it's un- it's unfortunate, but usually the game is still worth it, um, even after all of that. But I managed to avoid enough spoilers for Dragon Age Inquisition that there were some things that happened and I was not expecting it at all and I got so angry about it and I angry uh, that's the feeling I get I'm like how could I know I, I felt like what you were talking about with Walking Dead I felt a lot like that because you know it's not telltale games it's not only based on your choice but there's so much that's choice driven because <laughs> you're a leader of the Inquisition you are the Inquisitor and you have to figure out how to defeat, pretty much defeat the bad guy and to get things back in order. And you have to deal with all these things. Who are you going to side with and who are you going to save? And there's so much choice in that. So huh. um, I definitely want to go back and replay it to, just to see what other choices I can make and see how that affects the story. But choices do matter. And I realized that there was something and I did it wrong and... Uh, I can't say anything because it'd be just the biggest spoiler ever. She's still furious. I'm still very livid about it. (laughs) I did not see it happening, and you know, there's there's supposed to be one huge, pretty much betrayal. I will say that there is supposed to be one big betrayal that happens, and I actually was halfway expecting that. There was something else that happened that caught me way off guard, and I did not see it coming, and it's been haunting me. (laughs) It's been haunting me ever since because I could have stopped it, and I just didn't. So. <laughs> and I've been cons- I've been thinking about my character too because um you create your character. So you right. can make your character whatever you want. Um you can make it reflect yourself or whatever. And I tried to make my character not look like myself, but action-wise kind of play like I would um if I was in that situation. That's how I do. And yeah. by the by way. the end of it, I was just thinking what if I was in that situation and I don't know if I'd be able to handle how I would be after all of that. Especially after the Trespasser, Trespasser DLC. Things just happen and... Uh. Could you imagine a game no. 
Yeah. Where your character had PTSD. Oh. That'd that be would rough. be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> so I tried to make my Dragon Age character look like me, but yeah. I played a dwarf. <laughs> and I apparently did not do a very good job because my brother walked in and he was like, that is the ugliest player character I've ever seen. Oh, like, oh, no. No. I don't so know if that's sad. a slam on me or a slam on me. Uh, <laughs> the biggest thing that I want Fallout 4 is to build myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've never been good. I've tried to make myself in um, games and I'm never good at it, so I just yeah. avoid it. But I, I always try to make the choices uh, it was Tony Hawk. You could take a picture and you could upload it. And yeah. as long as you get PS2, like connect to the internet or something, I can't remember how it worked exactly. But you could take a picture of your face and then put it in the computer. And then the PS2, your skateboard character, would be you. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It would do it for you, which would save me so much time in any of those games if I could just take a picture <laughs> of myself quick. Yep. I would, yeah, I'm assuming Fallout 4 doesn't have that. I didn't see anything. I haven't played the game. Yeah, I things happen at the end of that game, and I'm thinking about what the character would be doing now and what would be thinking now, even though there is no now because the character doesn't actually exist, and then I just get all sad again. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. You could tell I'm still recovering hardcore. So, <laughs> And worse yet... I also have The Witcher 3 that I have not played yet, and I'm planning on playing it, and that's going to be the same, if not worse. So, My sister's <laughs> been playing through it, and she's really enjoying it, too. Yeah, I I have not played the first two, so I really need to... I've been, this morning, actually, trying to catch myself up on the story, because um, I don't feel bad spoiling myself with what happens to Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 if I want to play yeah. Witcher 3. So I've been trying to find summaries and... Stuff like that, but they're all so confusing. <laughs> My sister actually is enjoying the game so much, she went back and bought the novels. Oh, see, I also heard about the novels, too, which I didn't know uh, were a thing. Uh, the whole thing's based on a novel series, and so she went and bought the novels. Wow. So, so And I also heard that those novels uh, pretty much influenced and led to Game of Thrones, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Which cool. also shows you how complicated the stories are. <laughs> Wasn't Game of Thrones out forever ago though? The games came the novels came out in like a long time ago. I heard that like he was really mad, uh, George R. R. Martin, because I don't know if this is true or not, this is all hearsay. But uh I guess he was really mad that everyone is buying Game of Thrones books now because no one cared about him until the show came out. Oh, and that's he wants not true. people to care about the authorship. I bought them before the show came out. Well, did I didn't know they were. Before. I did, yeah. Well, did you read them? I did. Okay. <laughs> I I'm, I haven't read through the latest book. Apart from that, I'm totally so everything that's happened in the show. I'm like, okay, yeah, I've seen that. I, I read that. I read that. Mm-hmm. People are telling me like, oh, this crazy big thing happened in the show, and I'm like, I read about that two books ago. About time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. So. I guess I've been having a really hard time. Making up like main points at the end of these lately. Main well, we point. We haven't had much talk about either. Video so. games can make you sad. That, that's not a main point at all. <laughs> Video <laughs> games can have an emotional response. Yeah. An illicit emotional investment. And those Definitely. can be the best games. The games that rip your heart out are the best games. Yeah. <laughs> that or Mario Bros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Split two. laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> Every you either give your heart to it or out. rips it out either way it has your heart so there you go yeah I guess that's that's kind of a cool thing to to take away from it is that video games can have this this impact on us because a lot of people think of them as just child's play I always like I said I don't think I said that on here we went to McDonald's and spent 45 minutes trying to get a Pokemon that McDonald's was offering and I got the weirdest looks from people um, sitting there on my 3DS, and I'm like, hey, a lot of people play 3DS by age. Leave me alone. Oh, that's funny. My, my preacher just posted about the C.S. Lewis thing on his own. That's what you really should take away from this. C.S. Lewis was a spy. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's where we're going to get. There we go. Cool. Joe, where can we find you at? 
Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games, and uh, you can find me streaming Sunday evenings on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch. There you go. Shelly? Uh, you can also find me on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch streaming every Friday, or you can follow my personal personal channel, Shellshock24, or you can follow me on Twitter, the Shellshock24. That'd be great. And you can find me at, at Cody Armor at a lot of places. You can Google my name. I've worked very hard for that. <laughs> I've go. put way too much time into that. <laughs> well, technically, you can Google anybody's name, but will things oh, come You can up? find me, though. Oh. Joe Morgan, you find a baseball player. Yep. Oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not unique. <laughs> hey, you don't get armor hot dogs or anything, so that's nice. Glad that... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, apparently I've been saying this different each and every week, but <laughs> keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Merry Christmas. C.S. Lewis was a secret spy. For who? Huh? England. How? Because, what do you mean, how? What do you mean? It was an agent. It didn't tell people. Huh? But he was an author. He wrote books, but he did other things in his life. Did he do that in life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't read the article yet. Links or it didn't happen. (laughs) Well, relevant says so, so believe him. (laughs) She thought that he stayed in a basement locked away writing books all day. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much no one knows until now. The famous author of the Chronicles of Narnia was secretly was a secret government agent for the British Secret Intelligence Service. I don't know. During the early years. <laughs> yeah. Patrick said, <laughs> Patrick said he came out of the womb with, as a spy. <laughs> he was investigating his mom. Uh, getting the inside job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta go explain this to my wife. <laughs> He's like, what are you laughing about? Hold on. I spent two hours at McDonald's today trying to get a Pokemon from... We were there for four Oh, five. you were trying to get Hoopa? Yeah. Really? Oh. I didn't get it. I no. 45 minutes, he says. That sucks. What'd you do? Yeah. I tried. That was my issue. Right. Because. That's super. The instructions were even worse. Because the instructions say go to t- Nintendo Zone. Which, I, yeah, it doesn't exist. So I looked it up and they're like, oh, the internet will be being in the Nintendo Zone. So I went to the AT&T Wi-Fi. And the AT&T Wi-Fi didn't work. Like, it worked on my phone, my wife's phone, not my 3DS so we sat there forever. I'm going to go to a different McDonald's and try it, but like, I don't know what to do besides that. And then, super embarrassing, go up to the front with the little like instruction. I'm like, have you heard anyone else having trouble getting this little guy? And the guy's like, uh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. He had no idea what I was talking about. He probably Nobody probably- else has even tried that here. <laughs> yeah. I don't. 
I your son wanting to get it or something? I don't. You're right. <laughs> it made it even worse that like I was trying to mess with my phone. So he was like, "Can we get a Mighty Kids meal and two fruit parfaits?" You think the two parfaits would be for her? But I grabbed them and <laughs> tried making it as clear as possible. Like I'm getting the grown up things. <laughs> It's smaller than the ten-piece chicken nugget, but bigger than the four-piece chicken nugget. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't why don't you just go ahead and get the big one and then eat what you want and save the rest for later? The price-wise, it's cheaper. Mm. <laughs> no. Well, that's weird. Since, Fair enough. Like, the burgers can last five years without changing. I didn't get any burgers. That's why I don't eat at McDonald's. I got Christian news. We got Mark Driscoll going to church, starting a new church, and C.S. Lewis is a secret agent. He did get the secret one. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> C.S. Lewis was a secret agent. I, I thought y'all were just goofing. No. <laughs> If we can get C.S. Lewis, that oh. would be a big get. Oh, 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 oh. Um... <laughs> Sorry. The other two didn't skip a beat. Moon over, karma, bring my love to me tonight. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Guide her to Cleveland underneath your silvery light. All right. <laughs> We're going bowling. <laughs> <laughs>